podcast episode 25 uh yeah listen uh very blessed to be here yeah um me and dave uh you know as we do we were talking right before we started the podcast (laughs) and uh i'm in a very very good mood today um the the weekend started a little bit um there was some tribulations the beginning of the weekend that i had to deal with I showed up as a different version of myself and handled it in a way that I would have not normally handled it. So I'm very proud of that. Um, and I want to pat myself in the back because, you know, a lot of times we go through these challenges that nobody else knows about, bro. And no one's out here campaigning or celebrating for You're us. Right. But it's okay. It's not their job to do it. It's their job to do it for themselves. And it's our job to do it for ourselves. You know what I mean? Uh, luckily, we have the dynamic where we can share a lot of these things that... <laughs> go on in our personal lives and, you know, champion each other to, to move forward. But um, I had a, you know, Dave had his things to do today. I had my things to do today. Today is a Sunday. Uh, what's the date today, Dave? It is Sunday, the September 25th. Sunday, September 25th at 11.28. Um, we found this time to be able to bring episode 25 of the Enabler podcast to you guys. We're very grateful to have this opportunity to do it. Um, episode 25 on the 25th yes and we are going to be labeling this episode um, Grateful Nights correct you just came up with that by the way just came up with that yeah Um, I want to start by saying that I had an amazing day today Um, got to get a little exercise in got to get some sun on a Sunday got to walk on the beach sit there with the waves a little bit calm my mind calm my thoughts and just you know, do a little bit of introspective uh, observing of myself and just watch those thoughts run like uh, like the waves run. They just come back and forth, realizing that I'm not just the waves, which in this case would be the thoughts that run back in my head, back and forth in my head, but I'm the whole ocean. And I was pulled back and I was sitting there watching this. Now, this ain't mine. Like I always tend to do, I'm going to tell you where I got that analogy from. And it's actually a little, little different than... The analogy that I just gave you guys right now, but um, me and David were lucky enough to uh, be gifted a pair of tickets to Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Am I pronouncing Eckhart that? Tolle, I think. Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. We're going to butcher it. Either way. Uh, yeah, we're going to butcher it. Um, he is a German um, spiritual teacher, 
and I think also psychiatrists, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, we were gifted the tickets by uh, one of my uh, colleagues, uh, Mr. Richard Conlon, uh, which is an amazing life insurance guy. Uh, we're going to be having him on this podcast um, in the next week or two. I need to buy and some. I am looking very forward to this. Uh, it's going to be very uh, educating. Um, a lot of us are not aware of life insurance and all the benefits that uh, you you get with it. Um, it's not something that's known primarily in our culture. Um, although not everybody is, uh, you know, a stranger to it. But usually most policies that people might have are policies that they got through work or, you know, a term policy. And so I'm just very glad that he's agreed to come on and extensively go through every company, what they offer, what the pros are, what the cons are, and then what we offer. And uh, hopefully at the end of that, we might be able to be of service to some of you or simply just book a 25 to 30 minute sit down with you just to kind of go over specifically what it is that you might need at this point in time of your life. Because obviously it depends on, uh, you know, your age uh, and uh, your health status. You pay for it with your money. But like we say in the life insurance business, you buy it with your health. Um, If you have certain conditions uh, where, you know, uh, you have serious ailments like cancer, tuberculosis, uh, you know, blindness, um, this type of stuff, it might might be a little harder to get you approved. Uh, But anyways, we won't get too much into that. I'm just very (laughs) excited that we have him coming on. We do. Um, yeah, we oh, have one coming this up. This is news to me. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we also are going to have pretty soon in the next week or two as well, or in the next episode or two, um, our first female guest. That's right. Uh, she has a very interesting story. I'm not even going to say her name at this point, but it'll be very interesting to see a woman's perspective and uh, see a woman's journey um, of change. You know what I mean? Uh, I was blessed enough to meet this woman. Uh, we spoke for about 30 minutes, she let us in a little bit about her life and, uh, you know, things that she's experienced, things she's overcome, and uh, I just thought it was worthy of having her on here. Uh, Luckily and gracefully, she accepted, so now we're just trying to buckle down a date that makes sense for her, so. Yeah, she accepted. She accepted. Without even meeting me. That's, uh, (laughs) that's pretty, uh, I would say that's pretty impressive, that's that's ballsy. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, it's going to be about her, but it's not going to be about you, so it's just, Uh, it's going to be good. it's not about me, it's just, you know, you always give me shit for things. No, 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 it's going to be great, bro, I'm looking forward to it, bro. Today's all about good shit, we're not going to talk about. Good shit. Good shit, bro. Yes. It's been a fucking great night. I had a nice dinner. I got to sit down with a very young couple. Um, They were kind enough to ask for my advice on something that they were going through. Wow. We found resolution for it. Look at this. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, we found resolution for it. And uh, I'm very glad that they were able to confide in me and that they were able to talk like adults and... uh, Figure this out at such a young age that most people our age are still kind of like just uh, absentee wow. to the fact that you know these things can be talked out and there is resolution when uh, both parties are willing to find resolution and not be right or wrong. You just meet these people today? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's still great. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No names or nothing. But no. It's just a good thing. I like the way that sounded. It's very. Uh, it's 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 great. It's great to hear. Yeah. It was, I'll be brief on the situation. Obviously, I'm not going to mention any names, but it was a couple that's been 
dating for a little over a year. Um, The female party wasn't really too open to relationships at, to the relationship at first. Okay. Um, they progressed slowly but surely, and now it's a stable relationship. Um, and there was some miscommunication on Friday. Okay. That led to a shift in energy because, you know, lately they've been getting along great. And so it was up for discussion today, and so that's the discussion we had. Yeah. And it turns out um, that the male part of this discussion realized that it wasn't that, you know, because we've had discussions before. He wasn't in this power because he felt a certain way because he reached out to this person. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was at a business dinner uh, with some colleagues. Okay. And, you know, obviously he didn't mind that. The only thing that happened was that he wasn't, you know, he wasn't alerted to the fact that they were going to go out and, you know, meet with colleagues after work. And so he texted, he called, and then finally this young lady called back and realized that simply it was just a mistake, you know what I mean, an oversight. Um, You know, she's currently in between phones. There's a, a phone that she just... Currently disconnected because she just got the new iPhone. Oh, it seems and like some miscommunication. There was some miscommunication, Mind. but but see, these are just little details mm-hmm. in the overall um, resolution that they found. Um, the male realized that he was internalizing it on a personal level, mm-hmm. and realized that that's where the problem stemmed from. Mm-hmm. Not so much the other person but he's at he's pretty advanced in what he's doing now so he was able to stand back realize that he wasn't the emotion that he was experiencing okay but rather stand back and, and and dig a little deeper and be like why am i reacting like this to these circumstances mm. he realized it stemmed from something else and that he was in control the whole time mm. and so that i think is something to be sought after when we're not just reacting on the emotion that's passing by. Sounds like he just grew a little bit. Well, I mean, he's been on a journey. Mm. He's been on his journey. You know, it's not something new, but it's... Uh, Do I know this person? Um, no, probably not. I'd rather not say. That's okay. That's I'd okay. rather not say. That's okay. That's okay. I'll tell you after the show. How about sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get all the juicy yeah. stuff after I'll the show. I'll tell you after the show. But anyway. but um, Anyways, there was good resolution found in it. Um, both parties were able to talk about it, laugh about it, and uh, that's great. You know, it just, not everybody can do that. No, no, not everybody can huge. do that. Um, it's commendable because they were both willing to be vulnerable and accept certain, you know, certain participation on how everything played out. But at the end of the day, they both recognized that this had to happen because now that they got over this hump. It just puts them on the next level. And this all just happened tonight. They had the conversation tonight at the dinner table, and it just happened. It just happened. Wow. It just happened. Wow. It just happened. That's incredible. And, uh, well, I mean, the conversation didn't just happen. We were there. I was called there to pick my brain over it. Mm, to mediate. But the funny thing is, they had all the answers. Yeah. Ah. Oh. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. They just didn't know it. They just didn't know it. Ah. Oh, so, but they had to get over this hump. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I mean, I was happy to be there. I was happy to witness it. Wow, look at you. They had all the answers. And listen, you know what my aspirations are, bro, to 
one day be able to do this for people that we know and for, you know, whoever might come along in a journey that where they're at a point where they want to change and they want to stop reacting in the same way that they've always reacted since they can remember and address things at a deeper level. Um, not just the emotion, but why they're being triggered by that emotion. I think that's the biggest thing that any of us could realize, that it's never the emotion. It's something way deeper than that that triggers us to react in a certain way because we have a certain relationship with that emotion, with that event that stems back from way earlier before we met people that might be currently in our lives right now. I think, yeah, that's great. Uh, that's a great point. I think you've been doing it on more than one occasion. You already do it. I think uh, the only thing that's, um, that is going to start happening more is the circumstances. You're just going to be put in these circumstances, like a dinner or like a conversation, or you're going to meet someone or meet a couple, whatever it is. Uh, you already do it. But, you know, you're already doing that um, already. It's, it's already happening. Yeah. In the words of Eckhart Tolle, um, you're, you're, you, today, tonight, you were, your spiritual teaching at that time, you were, you were, that's what you were doing. And then after that, you were, that, that it wasn't entitled. Then you went back to eating dinner. And that was a really important thing that he had said. And that reminded me of what you just said, of, you know, how you said you want to start doing this. I think you're already doing it. Yeah. I just think these circumstances are going to starting, they're starting to present themselves in yeah. more than one occasion. And at that dinner tonight, for a segment of that dinner, you were teaching. Yeah. So. I was teaching. I was recollecting mm -hmm. personal situations that I've been that are similar and how I completely failed at it. So not only were we able to get through that trans transgression and, and move forward and find resolution, it also shed light on past events that I've experienced. Yeah. And it casted a light for me to recognize that I... In the past, I completely approached this the wrong way. It was from insecurity mm -hmm. that I reacted. It was from not feeling seen, I guess. Um, from feeling disrespected. Not getting the not getting the confirmation. The yeah yeah. You know, um, it was from me being attached to a certain outcome. Mm -hmm. That this is the way I think this should have worked out. And like I tell you, that's one thing that I try not to do anymore. What happened when we went to the Eckhart Tolle talk? We first caught tons of traffic. Yeah. We navigated our way there, got our way there. Um, the person that gifted us the ticket sent him, sent him an email. Um, and I think it was his email. So we had to go, what was the website? A AXS or something? I don't like know. That. I just I just uh, found a way around it. Yeah. So anyway, we we're calling him because I, you know, we were trying to get the tickets, but okay, it, this guy. it wouldn't let us redeem them because it was under his email. So we needed his password to be able to bring the tickets up. Yeah. So you know, David, being the mad scientist, he oh is, found a way around it. We got the tickets, <laughs> and what did we say, bro? When we were driving over there, um, he's like, "You think we'll be able to get in?" I was like, "I don't know." Either way, we're already dressed. Let's just go up there and try it. We stood in line. I yeah. was eating like several snacks. And yeah. when we got there, um, when we sat down, we had a nice little drink. And um, thank, thank God they have a bar there. Yeah. But um, 
uh, as he started talking, uh, he began to talk about everyone's journey to the event and what he thought it might have been like or what it could have been like. He gave all these, yeah, yeah. yeah, all these different scenarios he gave. And as he was talking, I felt like he was talking directly to us. Yeah. And sure enough, we didn't experience the frustration, the, the you know, the being late, the trying to hurry up. And, and uh, we did encounter some roadblocks and, you know, we got through them and that was that. But not once did we say, oh, screw this, man. I'm not, we're not going to go, uh, you know. And, you know, at one point you said, hey, one way or another, it doesn't matter. Something's going to happen tonight. Yeah. I was like, we were meant to be in this car yeah. and go that way. Yeah. Whether we get into that concert or, you know, that, that, that talk or not, um, we're already on route. So mm-hmm. let's just go. Right. Something put us in this car today and maybe... If it's not that, it's going to be something else. Yeah. But, and, you know, luckily we figured it out and we got in there with, with, with time to spare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it was great. It was yeah. great. It was a, it was very eye-opening. Um, it, it was awakening. It was. I'm still trying to process some of the stuff. I mean. David came out of there a little fucking shit. <laughs> oh, my God. For sure. I think he had kind of like a. I knew you were going to bring this up. I, I think, think he had uh, Go what, ahead. what most people would attribute to like a religious religious experience without the religion that's what i bro because you were like dumbfounded you were like for a lot loss of words Mm -hmm. you sat in your car in front of the driver's uh, the you know in the driver's seat for a while you were like i need a minute yeah i need Mm -hmm. a minute and it was just like a very like quiet somber energy in the car you were just like overwhelmed like you just heard something or, or by like biologically you were still trying to process yeah what what you heard it, it it was still very heavy on your body i think you know what i mean um and i was like how you feeling and you were like just give me a minute just give me a minute and we sat there we rolled down the windows no music and we weren't we weren't talking and i'm glad that you reacted like that because something happened in you something happened in you where you were just like kind of out of it for a minute like you like you like you were trying to get back into your body and get get back into the swing of things yeah i was like i was felt like i was thrown off of uh i just see the sequence the trail just thrown off of it you know for a while and then that's what happened but yeah it was uh it was very um it was very eye-opening it it you know immediately i'm like gosh i've been I've been doing this all wrong. I thought that way before, but hearing him put things in perspective, the way he did, the way he, the way he engages with the audience, it's like he says things in a different way where I feel like he's not talking to me at some point. I feel like he's talking to somebody else, but then I feel like he's talking to me. And then he gives this grand, uh, you know, I don't know, he reveals, you know, what, what everything means. And then he, and then it, it spirals into something else relating to consciousness, relating to the world, relating to, to I mean, it's, it's, in a, if you guys, if anyone gets a chance to go see Bartoli, I suggest you go, uh, you will not be the same. You know what? I'll, I'll do you guys one better. Watch his stuff on YouTube. Right. Completely free. Yeah. You determine if it's worth you know, the cost of a ticket, but really listen to it when you're by yourself, when you've got the time to pay attention. Um, 
even if, you know he has clips that are three minutes he has clips on there that are 11 minutes he has clips on there that are an hour and a half um it's just it will change it will change it. you need the experience some people i mean a lot of you probably won't do it but you need to be there to to hear his voice the, the ambiance the amphitheater uh, everything was just fantastic we're gonna upload photos and videos later yeah. Uh, but it was just, it was He awesome. doesn't have the most prominent speaking voice because he's up, he's up on age. Um, he talks, you know. So a little bit of rasp. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of rasp. Yeah. Um, but listen to the content, the words. But, but the way he strings you along and it just makes everything so where everybody relates. Yeah. You know, and the thing about it that, that's most interesting, it's like, well, of course we all relate, bro, because we're all having the human experience. Yeah. We're all having the human experience. Exactly. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing. I'm very grateful for Richard to have allowed us to get those tickets. Me and Dave discussed trying to do one of those, uh, you know, talks, you know, with either Eckhart Tolle or, you know what I mean? There's a bunch of other great people out there, you know. Um, we just need to check, you know, who's going to be on tour. I, I'd love to go see Jordan Peterson live one day. Lest anyone think that these tickets are cheap. They're no, not. I think they, they were like 300 bucks a ticket. Somewhere between that realm, yeah. I think they range up to 330 or somewhere yeah. around. I mean, but it's so worth it. Put everything else aside. Just walk in as a person hungry for knowledge. I mean, just, just open yourself up. You walk in there. I didn't know what to expect. I'll be honest with you. And, um... I, uh, it, it, it rattled me. It, it threw me off of my, um, it, it threw me off of my access, my access. And, uh, it, 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 yeah, it rattled me. Yeah. Me and Dave had talked about having a drink after we were so rattled that we, we didn't even do that. No, we didn't even do that. So it's like, I said we ate yeah, we dinner. We just had dinner after that. I dropped you off. I went home and that was it. And so, um, it's uh, like I said, this might be foreign to you. This might you're like Eckhart Tolle. Who the fuck is that? And uh, you know, once you see him on YouTube, you're like, you know, it's you. It's it's something that you got to really lend an open, have an open mind when you approach this. Yeah. It's something that's foreign to a lot of people, but it becomes very addicting when you start. These people are just revealing stuff about yourself that you don't even realize. I'm a visual person. When I heard him talk, and, and afterwards, after the fact, when I, heard him, when I hear him speaking on the videos, I close my eyes like I'm meditating, but I close my eyes and I just listen. I listen and it's it's different. It's just, uh, yeah, let everything go that you think you see. Just forget about, forget forget it's a YouTube app. Forget you're on a, on a browser or a URL. Forget all of that, but just listen. Yeah. yeah. And, um... It was just, you know, it was quite the experience. Um, I, I would su I would suggest, you know, that people invest in themselves and give themselves the opportunity. But like I said, start with the YouTube videos. Yeah. I would have never bought these tickets. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'll be flat out honest. I would have never bought tickets. Yeah. I would have never gone to this thing on my own, willingly spent, you know, my yeah. hard money to go do this. I wouldn't have. So I'm glad this happened because now I actually want to go to more yeah. of these events and they're inspiring. You you come out feeling different. You come out feeling a different trajectory. You know, it was more uh, inspiring to me to see the number of people that 
came out for this. Yeah. Young people. Young people. Yeah, couples, a lot. Yeah. Uh, older people, different. Uh, I, it was it was an international mix of people there. Yeah, it was. Russian people, uh, Japanese people, um, black people, African people. Um, you know, people, with, I could hear accents, Spanish accents. I could hear, you know. Many uh, of them college students. Yeah, so a lot, lot of young, from USC. A lot of young people. You know what I mean? It was right by USC. Uh, it was a shrine, right? Yeah, it was a shrine. Um, but it was just like, it, it's amazing to see that there is a number of people that really are invested in just becoming better versions of themselves. And it was amazing to see older people there that maybe have been on this journey for a while. Um, he did say something that really resonated with me and Dave. <laughs> and we talked about it when we got to the car. He was like, a lot of you guys that are sitting here right now are probably going to end up as spiritual teachers yourself. That's if you haven't already embarked on it and you're not already doing it but just keep in mind that this is a journey forever you you, you never stop learning you never stop growing mm -hmm. and don't don't get frustrated uh, just you know be patient with yourself have grace things won't happen from one moment to the next but yeah. you got to be persistent and keep being a seeker mm -hmm. of truth and don't let the don't let the title spiritual seeker. I mean spiritual teacher. Don't let the title consume you. Don't let it yeah. become you. It's just if you're doing all, something. All it is, yeah. it's 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 just you're right. Great fucking point. All 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 it all it is is just you becoming aware of certain potentials that you don't even know that you possess. So at that point in time, yeah. you're actually doing that, and then afterwards you step away. You're no longer doing that. Yeah. You don't let a title or you don't let the ego become you. You don't let it take over. Yeah. You know, like we used to. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about, you know, it's it's still uh, honorable to have uh, goals and expectations for your career. Um, but just to realize that there's a number of things that we are, that we do, but they are not us. Uh, what did he refer that to as uh, extensions or there's no, features? Those are features of us. Yeah, features. Yeah. yeah. So don't identify yourself with what you do for a living. Yeah. Because that's not who you are. That's just a feature of what you do. Don't let the world dictate what success is. Exactly. That was another thing that he said. That stuck out to me. Yeah. Don't let the world dictate what success is to you. Yeah. Everybody should make their own version of what success is. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he talked about social media and he talked about how he was walking down a, uh, a forest uh, somewhere where he was giving a talk and he had some time so they were walking down the forest and he seen a young couple come towards him i thought this was pretty <laughs> funny and uh you know he so the guy uh the young you know the young guy that was with the girl recognized him and he was like wait a minute i know you mm -hmm. and he told his girlfriend he's like babe this guy's famous he's a youtuber <laughs> And it took him back a little bit because he was like, oh, I didn't realize I was a YouTuber. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, people are posting this shit up everywhere. Yeah. I mean, people just... But um, you know what I mean? Yeah. He says uh, he took us through a journey. Um, him, like me, was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, he said that for a couple of days after they diagnosed him, he was like kind of outside of his body trying to process what... He was like, okay. Yeah. You know? And um, he said that uh, he just accepted it. Um, and uh, he's like, okay, well, you know, this is not something that's going to get resolved right away. Sure. Uh, he was open to the suggestions the doctor made, um, and he said he wasn't 
he had no expectations. He didn't think about how things were going to work out. He just realized that this was something that he was going through and uh, that he was going to see what came out of this because he understood that every trial and tribulation brings forth uh, knowledge and wisdom. Mm -hmm. So he realized there was something to be learned from this particular thing that was, uh, you know, he was dealing with. And uh, he said that he, you know, a month or two later, he went into surgery. Said that the same doctor that told him that he was dying from cancer said, uh, Mr. Eckhart, um, we operated you. We cut out the part that was <laughs> cancerous and uh, it, it, uh, it seems like you don't have cancer anymore. And very blase. Yeah. Went, okay. And he was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Same way he received the message. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's just what it was. Yeah. You know, that's just what it was. He could have reacted. He could have, but it's like, you know, it's some, some things you just got to write out. Yeah. Some things you just got to write out. And Not everybody uh, can do that. You know, it's like, uh, it brought me back to my story. You know what I mean? And uh, it made me, you know, see a lot of things. I didn't react quite as calm as he did. You know what I mean? Jeez. Um, but I, one thing that I, I've told you in several other acquaintances, you know what I mean? I didn't like people to come visit me because I realized that I, it was a burden to people emotionally to see me the way I was. And uh, furthermore, they didn't have a hand in what was going on with me. But I was very well aware that I was there by my own, by my own doing, I guess. That's the right way to... Well, what, yeah, I mean, nobody knows, really knows the cause of anything. It's yeah. just something that's that you get and that's it yeah. and you just go through it and yeah. that's it and yeah I had a hard time visiting you too man but I I wanted to help you and yeah. I'm glad you let me help yeah. you and I feel like I needed to be there yeah and uh, yeah I did. I played my part yeah. that was it and uh, you know what I mean I do I, I did share this with you maybe months later when I was already getting better and mm -hmm. after I had my surgery and uh, you know I went in there the ecology department and everybody was, I came out of my appointment and the doctor said I was doing a lot better. So I was chipper, you know what I mean? And everybody was down and I said in Spanish, you know what I'm like, ¿Por qué tan triste? Like, why so sad? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, it's just cancer. It's what's yeah. hot right now. It's like, it's, it's lo que está la moda ahorita. <laughs> and everybody fucking just bursted in laughter, bro. Everybody just bursted in laughter. Wow. And it was a beautiful thing. And I thought about doing it because I was like, is this inappropriate? But I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. I just got great fucking news. And I'm like, ¿Por qué tan triste? Why so sad? It's just cancer. Es lo que está de moda. It's what's, it's what's in, in style right so now. So hot right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody <laughs> for a moment, bro, just burst into laughter. Wow. That's great. Just burst into laughter. Because it's like, in that moment, they weren't weighed down, at least for those seconds where they were able to laugh, they weren't weighed down by identifying with the disease. Maybe for that second when I said that, they were just like, yeah, it's just cancer. Yeah, and it's probably something that they never heard before. Yeah. And uh, like I said, you know what I mean? I, you know, I, I like to... I like to be inappropriate, but I didn't know if that was the right setting. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but you know what? I went with it. I listened to the inner voice. Um, and I was like, let me just fucking shoot my <laughs> shot. I was already on my way out catching the fucking elevator anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, everybody <laughs> laughed, bro. 
And I felt really good about that. I felt really good about that. I'm not very familiar with inappropriate behavior. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, listen, that's not nothing to make a whole fucking cancer ward fucking laugh. It's not nothing. And I felt very good about that, bro. And I was just like, I was, I was like binging with fucking happiness like two, three days after that, just remembering. That's not a burst of life. That's a torch. Yeah. Like I was, like I was very, like, I was so fucking like pleased that for a second or for 30 seconds, I was able to give a bunch of strangers of that gift of of laughter. You know, laughter is powerful. It's powerful. It is. It's powerful. Laughter is actually exercise, you know? And it's like, but, but, but see, it's, everything is a, for that moment, their vibration went up. They were bigger than disease, the, the, the disease. They were bigger than whatever symptoms they might've been experiencing. They just detached from that reality for 30 for seconds. Moment, yeah. And that's where the fucking laughter came in. And they were just like, ha ha, like, yeah. You're not that. It's just it's it's something that you were experimenting. Some of us are gonna make it through this, some of us may not, but today we're still alive. Today we can still laugh, obviously. Living in the present. Yeah, living in the present. You know, we, we become and we identify with things and circumstances, but that's not who we are. Like he said, you know, most people say, I am angry. And then you're identifying with the emotion and you're making it part of your character by associating I, which is you, with the anger. Now you're becoming the emotion. Yeah. So what did he say, Dave? Because you keep repeating this to me all the time. There is a, there's an awareness uh, of some anger. I'm aware. I sense it. I say, uh, yeah, I'm aware of some anger. Yeah. Anger. But it's okay. You're aware of it. You haven't become it. Hasn't taken you yet. Hasn't you know overcome? You know you're become, not you're not yeah. verbally associating yeah, yourself like with aware. It. You're stepping outside. You're still outside that box yeah. of anger. I am. I'm aware. Yeah, you're aware that it's there, but you're not. You haven't become it. Yeah, I'm hasn't. aware. There's some sadness. Yeah. Um, I'm experiencing it. I sense some frustration. There you go. These are all different that, way. ways of vocalizing that without making it yours because the moment you put I in front of it it changes the narrative it changes the narrative and now that's part of you that's part of your character that's you're internalizing this in your psyche that this is what you are I'm actually doing that right now yeah like the cricket you guys might hear chirping by the way because the sound has been drastically enhanced drastically and uh, you can hear that we heard the cricket in the test but you know when I hear that cricket I sense some frustration it's, it's, I, I sense it. It's there, but you know, okay. Listen, we're still getting through this. <laughs> we're still lucky enough to have this opportunity to record this. Yeah. Um, and the cappuccinos are great. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was just a great, great, uh, great experience. I'm glad I, I was able to share it with Dave. Like, I, you know, like it, it wasn't my first one. I've been to one before, but it was nothing like this. Mm. And it wasn't somebody as well known. You know what I mean? Uh, this guy, I don't know how old he is, but he's up there. He's up there in age, you know what I mean? It's the first time I've ever been yeah. to anything like this. It's just, it's, it was just, um, But it was just, it was great to it see young people there that are actually Everything. interested. 
you seen professionals there, you know what I mean? Um, the demographic was off the charts. There was a couple of, there was a couple of kids there. Yeah. There was. Um, how fucking great that you as a parent that you can take your kids without them kicking and screaming mm-hmm. to something like that. Yeah. And even if they zone out sporadically, yeah, that's it's it's still embedded in them because they well behaved. Well behaved. Yeah. Well behaved. They're probably related to Tim McCosker. <laughs> Um, but but it was just amazing that you could have dropped a pin in there. People were so attentive and so engaged with what was being said. Yes. Um, that you could have dropped a pin in there because there was so much. Like, people were hanging mm-hmm. on his very word. And when every when when he said something comical, everybody laughed yeah. in unison, and it felt like one voice, like one sound. It, it was it was it was a beautiful experience. It was you know what was experience. great also was when as we walked out, everybody got up, started walking out, listening to the conversations afterwards. People that were talking about things, oh, we were just talking about that, or like just listening to that, like wow, people people are on incredibly different journeys. Like everybody there had a purpose for doing something, and I'm sure this escalated or elevated or increased whatever it is they're involved in. It doesn't matter what it is. Every single conversation after that event was all positive energy and reinforcement. You could feel it as you walked down the stairs. I could feel it while I was taking a piss in the restaurant. Jesus Christ. Yeah. People were just talking about everything. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I've never been in an environment like that. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. And um, it was, um, there, there couldn't have been a better place. And I'm speaking for myself. I'm, I'm sure you concur, but that I could have been that Thursday night. Yeah, there, there. I couldn't have thought. I, I couldn't have thought of, of any other place that I could have been mm-hmm. that was going to be more beneficial for me than those two and a half hours, roughly, that we were there. Yeah, it was such an interesting day. I don't know what it's it, like. You know, sometimes you was. you experience something that you're like, yeah, nothing could have beat this. Nothing could have beat this. There's no other place that I could have been. That could have given me this type of, yeah, uh, of uh, refresher in what I am, what we are capable of doing. I didn't care what I was wearing. I wore a jacket that day that I haven't worn since yeah. Kayla was in high school. So <laughs> yeah. My daughter. Another beautiful. Go ahead, finish yeah. that. Thought. I just it was yeah. just a, a gripe of whatever it is. Yeah, was, basically what he's getting at is like he just pieced an outfit together last night. No, minute. it's whatever was yeah. clean. But you know, you look, you know, you look fine, bro. You look nice and clean. You know what I mean? Like you look sharp. You know, you didn't look messy or anything. Um, oh, but uh, another thing that that I did take from that talk was how he said, "We're not even this body." Mm, that's right. He's like, that's why people say he's somebody, and one day you're going to be nobody. Nobody. Yeah, I remember that. He's somebody, because that's what we are. We're somebody, and then one day we're going to be nobody. But it doesn't mean that the consciousness that is the life force or, or, or awareness or what mm-hmm. makes us makes our organs work without us thinking or us breathe without us thinking that consciousness never dies what's the what's the very well-known uh, 
thing, I'm not sure if Einstein said it, energy is never lost nor destroyed. It's transferred. It's transferred. Yeah, I was just looking that up, by the way. Yeah. And so that goes exactly with what he was saying. But, you know, everybody identifies with what they, who they root for as a team, mm -hmm. their religion, uh, what they do for a living, uh, what race they are, um, what social class they belong to, what uh, ethnicity, um, all these markers that we adapt as our personality or as, as who we are. Mm -hmm. um, do you have that thing that we wrote down? Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Yeah, I think this would be a good segue yes. to read that. Me and uh, Dave uh, were listening to a couple little clips, and uh, I think this is the perfect segue to approach that. Um, it just kind of gives you a different outlook on how we should try to reconceptualize things. Is that correct? Is that the right yeah, word? Yeah, sure. Um, but anyways, if you guys allow me, I'd lo love to read this to you guys. What if, what if there were no mirrors, no reflections, you didn't know what you are, but you just exist in a body, with zero judgment or preconceived notions. You came here with a clean slate. The only rule is that there is going to be a beginning and an end. The rest is an infinite number of potential experiences and ways to perceive those experiences. Because you've played this game before, and you've done well, so now you have certain powers others don't have. You have the power of awareness, and that comes with the ability to change the game while you're in it. You volunteered to come here, or you are part of a new generation. You were chosen. Uh, because you are a generation of hope, a collection of the sweetest souls in the universe. Here to show life can't evolve without love. So, thoughts on this? Sounds like a hell of a lot better way to live. In simple form. I mean, just a better way of living. Uh, you know, robust living. Who goes around thinking like this nowadays? Very few people that I know. It's a new way of thinking... Um, not the natural way of thinking that society and the world has taught us. Things have been presented to us in ways that are standard, that are what I like to use in the tech world is default settings. These are default settings that have been taught to us uh, since we were children. Our families have been taught, they've been taught to us, and in retrospect, they are, they are expected to be taught to our children and so on and so forth. It is something that is not to be disrupted, but people like us, people who have the same vision, to have, have the type of journey that we are embarking on, we understand that rules are meant to be broken. We have an affinity for disobedience because that's what we do. Um, we, we've gone through life uh, thinking that we know everything, but we failed miserably. And that is why we're here. Um, I'm sure Jesse and I have, have shared the same type of um, attributes, but get the same kind of uh, compliments. Oh, we're so great. Oh, you speak so well. You do this, you do that, you're good at this. I said, that 
that doesn't come naturally. It comes at a price, a price at 44 or 45 years of love, of living, of experiencing, of failing and then experiencing and learning and getting back up and doing it all over again several, several times. Predicaments that we have continuously put ourselves in and we don't even know it. But when you get there, you become aware and you begin to think like we're thinking now. You get to live like we're living now. And now we share it and we are daisy chaining what we are learning to all of you. And it's something that I'm continuously teaching my children. And as I learn every day, because there is no perfection, there is no perfect way. Uh, there's just the way that you're living and the, the direction you're following and you just keep doing what feels right. Because perfection isn't attainable. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't. And, and you can't explain something like this in its entirety. Like art. If you have to explain it, it's not art. You, it, it is meant for other people to interpret. Because everyone feels something different. We are all different. So it is meant to be shared, to interpret. Um, and that's what I think this means to me. Yeah. Sorry if I went on. No, that's that's beautiful, bro. Um, to me, the thing that resonates to me the most is that you come here with a clean slate. The only rule is that there's going to be a beginning and an end. And the infinite number of potential experiences lies on how you navigate through this. Um, I know we're getting to... Our time here, um, I'm going to probably stretch it out just a couple more minutes. Sure. Um, You're the boss. I am very, very <laughs> grateful um, for my family, for their health, um, for my health, for, you know, I'm getting better. Um, I'm almost there to, to be 100% cancer-free. I'm like... It's a percentage microscopically that's still there, but it, we're we're about to beat this. It's like dandruff. Yeah, it's uh, like you can't <laughs> see it on a regular blood test, but microscopically there's three percent there. But I started the year with twenty five, and then ten, wow. and now three. They changed my medication, and I'm more than thrilled to to be there. I'm not there yet, but I'm already there. I'm already done with this. And I, I, I just, I'm, I don't know what comes after this, bro, but I'm so fucking excited. I'm not going to worry about it. Should be. I'm not, I'm not going to worry about it. Listen, if the, the number of if the events that have happened in my life have taught me anything is that every time there's a regression, the bounce back is crazy. I have never thought like this. I have never moved like this. I have never been comfortable being something that's not so well accepted and being comfortable speaking my truth, you know what I mean? Um, I know it's not for everybody. Um, the numbers keep growing, so there's certainly people that keep listening. I'm grateful for that. I don't know how far this is going to go, but I'm very excited. I don't think I will ever stop doing this. Um, I'm going to continue to educate myself for my own benefit and for the benefit of whoever is 
willing to ask advice and you know what I mean? That's willing to be open and see something of value that I might be able to teach them or share with them. Um, I, I, I can't wait. And uh, you know what I mean? Like I said, we named this one, you know, Grateful Nights because I'm so fucking grateful right now. Like, listen, I, I, I there's no words to express how grateful I am right now. My life is perfect and it's just getting better. And let me rephrase that. It's not perfect. I'm just learning how to take the punches that life deals with, with a little bit more grace. And, um, you know, the life hasn't got easier. I've just gotten stronger. And uh, I think that was God's intention, the universe's intention to, it's going to give me everything I ever asked for. But I think first it wanted to make me strong. I think it wanted to make me strong first. Wanted to make sure I wasn't a pussy the rest of my life, you know? And, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> well, that word just caught my attention. Yeah, so, um, you know, and, uh, you know, you know how I mean that. And word. then it brought you me. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I told David, let's not talk about anything that's yeah. not positive. Negatory. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? I, I'm grateful for that cricket finally shutting up now that we're going to finish. fucking cricket. Um, I'm grateful okay. for the studio. I'm grateful for... Everybody I have in my life for the people that are opening up for suggestions that where I might be able to help them and recognize that I'm not perfect and, and accept me even with them knowing my past because it's easier for them to write me off because I haven't had the best past. But I, I, don't, I don't think, you know, God chooses people that are exemplary to take out his to carry out his mission, bro. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that I'm doing any religious work here. I'm just, I'm just a person talking and hopefully something resonates because things that we experience at a human level happens to all of us. It doesn't matter what race, religion, none of that. And, uh, you're a person that has been through a lot and has experienced a lot that is talking. Yeah. And still, you know, currently, but you know, I realize now that it's not problems or it's not tribulation. It's just like, this is what needs to happen in order for me to get to the other side of course. And so I'm even grateful for the things that go wrong because they teach us the, the best lessons, you know? And uh, so, you know, I want to leave you guys with that. It's, it's, you know, we are grateful with you. We are grateful. And, uh, you know, I love everybody. I know there's some people out there from Wilmington uh, that want to go watch in, in Tennessee that want to go watch the Raider game. You know what I mean? Uh, I hope those people get back safe. You know what I mean? Um, I hope everybody makes it home safe tonight and that you guys wake up tomorrow and you guys have another opportunity to, you know, uh, make that one change that's going to change everything for you. We're only, we're always one decision away from changing our lives. I hope that you guys are insightful enough, aware enough, enlightened enough to be able to see it and grasp it and never turn back or look back. Uh, thank you so much. This is the Neighbor Podcast. Episode 25. 25. And uh, thank you for spending this time with us. I hope yeah. this is something that you guys might enjoy uh, on your drive to work tomorrow or, you know, whenever you guys get a chance. Uh, but please don't forget to tune in to our YouTube channel. Yeah. Find us on Red Tube. I mean, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube and uh, our platform, which is Podbean for yeah. the audio. And uh, the new cover will be out tomorrow morning as everything will be uploaded tomorrow because I get to design a cover tonight. And I'm thankful for that. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, guys. And uh, again, thank you for tuning in. And this is uh, David and Jesse signing out. Peace.